welcome all agents, trainers, Pikmin bloomers, NBA ballers, and our beloved explorers and wayfinders to episode number 41 of the Wayspotters podcast. Wayspotters is a place where if you listen to every single episode, you can learn how to get an all-expenses-paid trip to Brisbane, Australia. Here at Wayspotters, we are proud to be powered by the Pokemon Professor Network. Today is a fantastic day because we are talking all things Niantic and you are all listening. Hey, Lachlan, how are you today? Anything new? Well, it's a lovely Friday morning and we are doing sort of another back-to-back recording this week, but we're not recording for Wayspotters next. So you'll have to wait and see to see where Jamal and I next show up. You know, it, it, it's like we bring people behind the curtain and play a little inside baseball. I would give just enough of a tease, and then we turn up somewhere else on the dial, and people are like, oh, we heard you here, or we heard you there, or we heard you back-to-back. You recorded two shows on the same day, and they aired a week apart. You never know what us wacky spotters are going to do. Well, it means that we're booked to record another show in just over an hour, so our true. actual recording time today... We might have to come do some pickups for the call of the week if we don't quite get to it because Niantic <laughs> likes to drop news on the day we want to record. Oh, which is glorious. And speaking of the news, Lachlan, since we've got a jam-packed show, let's go ahead and get into the news. Let's go. New intro. It's the new intro. It's the new intro. New, new, new intro. New intro for the news. All right. So let's start with the big news, which dropped this morning. And that's Niantic is finally updating the OSM data that's being used for Pokemon Go, Jamal. Now, if you haven't listened to our Woodboys Wolf episode, listen to it because the last time they updated the in-game map to feature new roads was in 2019 for Pokemon Go. Was it 2019? Was it that long ago? 2019, yes. That is amazing. Do you know how many new roads and new buildings are in my city alone in the last three years since 2019 my map looks completely different and I'm really interested to see how Pokemon Go and other games, you know, they didn't even mention if this is going to hit Ingress or if this is going to hit Pikmin well, it's just announced for Pokemon Go but Pikmin is already using a more recent version of the OSM map as is Ingress both of those teams have, you know done that obligation uh we've long theorized that the person that probably handled this for the pokemon go team has probably moved on to other projects either at niantic or outside the company so they probably had to go dig up some uh, old documents to figure out how that person did it so yeah i'm really excited so niantic themselves said trainers it's been three years since our last map map update since then pokemon go and the world around us have changed to continue to bring you an experience that connects your exploration of the world around you with what you may see in pokemon go you may notice some changes in the end game map over the next few weeks the map will more accurately reflect the environment and different Pokemon will appear in a greater variety of places. These updates are intended to bring the world of Pokemon Go closer to what you see around you. What does that mean, Lachlan? Translate that for me. It's basically saying, let's make sure that our game is more reflective of the real world. So, say you're in a housing estate that was built in, say, 2018. That might not yes. have been put onto OpenStreetMaps until 2019. And by that point, Niantic has already ripped the data source for your map. So that means that you're not getting roads, foot, 
parks or other things to help you find your way in-game. You have to use other sources like Google Maps and Apple Maps or whatever to help find your way. Now, is that uh, going to affect spawns, do you think? It will affect spawns. So some people will lose significant cluster spawns at their house. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they are in new developments and happen to be in the parts of new developments that used to be in a giant park, you're going right. to notice a change when they turn on roads and buildings because they don't like Pokemon <laughs> spawning on roads. Now, so they'll the, they'll the, reshuffle the city. You know, they'll they'll yeah. respace things so the same amount of spawns are there, but they're available to more people. So your, your so Walmart the copy itself a little different. Yeah, so the copy itself is a little vague, and it says Pokemon will appear in more areas soon. Different Pokemon will appear in even more places than before in densely populated areas. This could mean that you'll see the same number of Pokemon as before, but they'll be spread out more evenly. You may also see Pokemon appear in different locations. For trainers in rural or rapidly expanding areas, this may increase the number of Pokemon that appear overall. So... It doesn't necessarily say anything about seeing less Pokemon. It makes reference to seeing them spread out. So I'm hoping that this is a plus incremental and not a minus that densely populated areas, like they said, will be a little more spread out, but they won't pull any spawns off the map. That's my hope. We'll have to see what happens and you guys will have to continue to listen to Waste Spotters and we will monitor the situation closely and bring you any updates as soon as we get them. But like, I'm excited because this is something that's been significantly overdue for years and, you know, it hasn't just been Woodboys recently pestering Niantic about actually updating the map data. So I'm happy to right. see that that's finally happening and that they were able to give a dev about a day to figure out how to copy and paste OSM data again. Now, um, Lachlan, one question a... for you before you All go right. on. I just have one quick question. Do you think Niantic is round earthers or flat earthers when they do this update? I would hope that they're round earthers. I'm just wondering. Because they, I recall on the Ingress forums once on an AMA, someone asked, is there any portals on the moon? And he said, well, the Intel map doesn't cover the moon, so they could be. Huh? Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, right. I, I could be misquoting. That could have been from the Wayfarer forums, but... Continue I always remember on. that that was just a chuckle. It was either the moon or Mars. <laughs> now, because of when we recorded last, I wasn't able to cover the Halloween event for Pikmin Bloom. So the Halloween event started part one on the 14th of October, literally the day after we recorded Jamal. <laughs> and this is very true. Part two will begin on Monday the 24th. So tomorrow, as you're listening to this, or today, if you listen to it, the day after it drops. And it will end on the 31st Halloween itself. Now, what this means is that there's special timed research in Pikmin Bloom, which I was so excited about that we had a couple weeks back for two weeks. And we've got it again, in which you get some cute little Halloween-themed Pikmin. And the challenges are like plant flowers, plant blue flowers, plant red flowers, plant cosmos, get nectar from your Pikmin to get more petals. Uh, so nice and easy tasks to do and you know if you're lucky you only have to do four of them to get all of the new types of pikmin but there's also something cool that they've done with their way spots and during this event the postcards that you collect are going to be different they've got little halloween skins and halloween themes and they look 
Halloweeny, but the color it's it's nice and cool. And remember, just because Pikmin hasn't updated their Wayspot map in a year of inclusions doesn't mean that when your Pikmin go get fruit or you use a detector and look around, you can't get what Niantic, I think, calls ghost Wayspots, which are Wayspots that don't appear in the game you're currently in. And in Pokemon Go, you can see ghost Wayspots when you're on the nearby nomination screen. But you can get postcards from Wayspots, which, you know, you can't see. So it's really cool to see these old Wayspots, which you might not even know are there, because they might just be ingress portals and you might just be a Pokemon Go Pikmin Bloomer. And you can get postcards from them and send them to your friends. And I think that's really cool. But just remember with Pikmin Bloom, by default, it does save any postcards sent from your friends to your postcard list. So once in a while, just go through and do a mass delete on postcards that were sent to you. Obviously, keep the ones that you think are cool and unique from various parts of the world. But just keep that in mind because your storage will probably fill up quite quickly. Now... Uh, what I didn't mention was the colors of Pikmin you can get. It's a jack-o'-lantern purple, white, rock, and winged. Um, and they're all really cute. And this is as someone who doesn't like um, Halloween that much. But Yeah, you during, don't like Halloween. I don't understand Australia, that. Australia, it, it's an American holiday. And that's a rant for another week where we have more time. Um, but the part two of the event, which starts on the 24th, is really exciting because all mushrooms will be Halloween mushrooms. And the jack-o'-lantern decor Pikmin will be doing more damage to those mushrooms, which I think is really cool because it rewards you for sort of collecting over the first part to then be able to take on mushrooms in the second part. By clearing those mushrooms, you'll be able to earn gold seedlings that hatch into blue, yellow, or red Halloween Pikmin. So that's how you get the primary colors for the Halloween theme. So do the tasks <clears throat> to get your Pikmin to be able to do the Halloween mushrooms, to be able to get the Pikmin for red, blue, and yellow. And remember, these golden seedlings are only 100 steps to hatch. So it doesn't really take that long to sprout and grow a new Pikmin from them. But I think it's worthwhile. And from the weekly yeah. challenges, Jamal you'll still be able to get the jack-o'-lantern decor for the week of Halloween from the 31st to the 6th as well from the weekly challenges. That's really interesting. Um, I've been, I, I try to get into Pikmin. I really do. I really try to get into it. I do a walking challenge every week and then a flower, flower planting challenges every week. Lachlan, do you know, is anyone out there doing a Pikmin Bloom podcast? Mm, probably not. Do you not. know of one? You know, I think you and, and Sarah Amanda should start a Pikmin Bloom podcast. I do. Oh, I've got enough on my plate. If I'm going to do another <laughs> podcast, it's going to be with an Australian. That's sort of where I'm going to draw the line. Like, it's, it's hard enough coordinating with you, Jamal. Yeah. We need somebody on the network to do a Pikmin, uh, like to, to deep dive for an hour a week into Pikmin Bloom because I, I, I need some more tutoring more than just you and Maddie G once a week talking to me about Pikmin Bloom. So what other news do you have, Lachlan? Well, Jamal, do you want to have a guess? Oh, well, do I want to have a guess? Huh, I don't know. Do I want to have a guess? Let me think. Well, Niantic has put out a blog post. Uh, well, they like to put out lots of blog posts at once and then sort of take a break. So yes. if memory serves correct, we last spoke on about the, the 6th of October, which feels forever ago now. Yes. So since then, Niantic has put out 
two blog posts. I'm not going to really cover the yep. the Niantic mental health World Mental Health Day go for a walk because that just seems like a PR thing. But what's exciting and sort of fits in with what we like to talk about is Niantic's blog post from the 12th of October titled Open Sourcing Modron, Managing Cloud Security at Scale at Niantic. Now that sounds like a mouthful. because It, it is, is a mouthful. And if you're an Australian, we've had two significant cyber attacks in the last month. So one of our two big telecoms had a significant data breach in which customer information was re- leaked, uh, including their personal license numbers, passport Ooh. numbers, etc. Uh, and even just this week, a private health, like one of our big private health insurers, had a mm-hmm. also sizable data breach in which medical information was acquired. So. Cloud security is very important. So I think it's interesting that Niantic decided at this point would be a good time to have a discussion about cloud security. So we'll link this in the show notes because it's well worth a read, especially if you're worried about what Niantic's doing with your data. So Niantic is essentially saying with Modern Niantic is giving cloud security community a tool that adapts uh, well to the needs of a large cloud footprint. Filling the communication and inventory gaps of existing tools. And the funniest thing about this blog post is their flowchart is handwritten. It sure is. Inventory, data creation, data analysis, remediation. remediation. But why is it handwritten? Surely someone <laughs> in the graphics designer team could have done something better than just it, drawing... They probably w- they probably wanted it to look folksy. You know, Lachlan, I think this is a very important topic and something that Niantic should be on top of because if you think about the amount of data, personal data that Niantic has on you, me, and everyone else that plays their games, it's good that they're making sure that they keep that data secure. Because imagine if there was a breach when it came to Pokemon Go um, with all of the microtransactions that people make in their credit cards and it's linked to their Apple Pay and things of that nature like that could be really be bad if someone were to hack them. But also, it's something that they're managing somewhat internally. So right. <laughs> who knows how right. long they'll personally support Modron. But, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm hoping for the best at it because I think it's, it's good to be able to do it. And, you know, there's a lot of data, like even just the waste spots. Like if someone could hack into yeah. an Atlantic's waste spot database, there could be chaos. Right. They could change it from an S17 to an S18 and double the amount of waste spots in the or world. Or from S17 to S14. No. One Shut waste your spot mouth. per Jumeria. See, if you want to say wash, what, wash your mouth Jumeria, out what they could do, it could be horrendous. Anyway. They could. They could. It could be. I, well, I think that's well, all the news I want to cover this week. Was there anything you wanted to bring in, Jamal? No. So there is no more news that I want to cover, but last week we had a, a, a micro guest on the show and that was avery and she came on and said a few words and we actually got a couple of messages from people that were like oh your daughter sounded so cute and and then the other daughter found out about that and now she wants to say something because she feels left out so go 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 ahead addison say something to lachlan no i'm saying it to the you're saying it to the waste spotters yeah okay so i was on the i was on the phone with my friend and my and I was like, be quiet. My dad is filming his podcast. And then she was like, "What's up, YouTubers? It's Pokemon." 
All right. And this is why we only let the children come on once every 40 episodes. Uh, <laughs> well, Lachlan, I'm ready to get into one of our topics of the day. Are you ready? Well, I, I have something I want to ask you, Jamal. Put oh on your thinking Here we go. cap. All right, hold on. Let me get it. Where is it? And All right, my thinking cap is on. I, I'm going to bring up a news topic for question two. But what okay. episode did Battle God Save the Queen? What number was it that? I'm going to have to look. I don't know it <sighs> off the top of my head. It was episode 14 that we titled God Save the Queen. To, this is episode 41. So it's the so inverse of in 14. That case, I, Muffy posted a great question on Twitter this week, and I think we should cover that for topic two. So sorry if you had All other right. plans for topic two. We'll just have to somehow amalgamate it into one big mega first topic. You know, I'm, I'm fine with that because I think topic one is going to take up some significant time. And I think topic two, that would be great. I love Muffy, by the way. All right, let's get rolling. Let's go on to topic number one. Now, on the Wayspotters podcast, we give you topic number one. Okay, so for this week, we wanted to dig into the communication Niantic is currently having with the community across a couple of different platforms. One that I participated in, and another one that Lachlan and a select few other explorers participated in as well. So let's get started with the first one. It was the survey. It came out on Twitter, it came out on Reddit, and it came out on the forums. It might even have been on Facebook, I don't know. But it was a survey that Niantic put out, and I, I went through and I screenshotted each page because I wanted us to be able to talk about it, and I'm glad I did because once you answered your questions, and you went through it, you were not able to go back. Now, Lachlan, you took this survey as well, correct? Yes. I tried it seven times, and then I just went to bed, and then I tried it again in the morning. <laughs> so Niantic, they start off like other surveys, um, you know, sports teams or whatever. They just want to know how old are you. They want to get some demographical information about you. So I'm going to go through this uh, kind of quickly, and then we can stop and talk about the ones that are pretty interesting and I think that the way spotters out there will find this pretty interesting also. So they wanted to know, question number one, how old are you? I gave them my age. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure I gave them my age as well, the Hedgemile. <laughs> yeah, oh, I thought you were going to say it's, something. It's very much a binary. <laughs> yes. Question number two, how would you describe your gender? Now, this one was interesting. Being the company that Niantic was, I figured that was. they wouldn't have just a... Is, is what do you know, yes. Jamal? I don't know. Yeah, um, I figured that they would be very inclusive, and I was very happy to see that they were inclusive male, female, non non binary, gender fluid, or I would prefer not to answer. I answered that question as well. What games do you currently play? Option one was Pikmin, or option one was Pokemon Go, Ingress, Pikmin. I beta test other Niantic games. You answered that one, didn't you, Lachlan? Because you have been a beta tester. Well, also, that's their way of putting in Peridot and NBA All World without directly referencing that they actually exist, even though they're physically on the app stores in certain countries. And I wouldn't call an app that's on an app store. I'm beta testing a game when it's publicly available to everyone in the country. Right. Well, you have in beta tested mind, before. Yes, but in my mind, a beta test is a closed environment in which only select users have access to at different parts of the world 
in which their login details are verified on a server. And in some cases, beta testers are rewarded monetarily mm-hmm. or alpha testers. Not, oh, we're, we're just sort of soft launching. That is... Mm. Not a bit. So how would you, just, how just would you say, describe? I'm playing other games that aren't available globally. That's all you need how to would, put in there. How would you describe Transformers? Was that a beta Dead. test or was that a soft launch? Well, it was meant to be a soft launch, in, but it basically got sent to its grave because they didn't release it in any countries <laughs> that actually liked Mattel's characters. Like, right. my lord! Like, I don't understand how they can be that thick. Oh, we're testing it in climate. Like, I understand beta testing things in Australia because. A lot of big companies will use Australia as their launching point for product because the Australian market is one of the hardest markets in the world to break into, mm-hmm. which, as I bring up repeatedly, Starbucks has tried and failed. And now they're trying again, and it, it fills me with hatred inside, irrational hatred. Because unlike America, all of our Starbucks aren't going to be waste spots, so I don't give a shit about them, to be completely frank. <laughs> they're just going to be significantly overpriced sugary coffee in places where there's already those options available at a lower price from brands that people are already familiar with. Like, so what, so what Lachlan change the branding of their sizes, they, they're not going to do well in this country again. So what Lachlan is saying is Starbucks is never going to be a sponsor of the waste Butters podcast. <laughs> All right, so moving on. Question number four. Please think about the past three months of your experience with the Niantic Wayfarer program while responding to the following questions. So overall, how satisfied are you with Niantic Wayfarer? Not satisfied at all? Slightly satisfied? Moderately satisfied? Very satisfied? Or completely satisfied? Lachlan, how do you feel about the current state of Niantic Wayfarer? You're an American, so I'm going to plead the fifth. Wow. You don't have the Fifth Amendment in Australia? Our Fifth Amendment is significantly different to the American Fifth Amendment. Our Fifth Amendment is about Indigenous rights. Oh, gotcha. So So you can incriminate yourself in Australia is what you're telling me. Well, the difference is in Australia, we're assumed innocent. (laughs) Not not assumed guilty. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Well, significant difference uh, in our legal systems. Yes. That's a whole nother podcast in itself. So I answered, uh, I answered very satisfied. I'm not completely satisfied, but I'm not, not satisfied. I put Um, slightly satisfied in. Yeah. I said, I'm very satisfied. You got two stars for me. But remember my whole entire view on Wayfair has changed since I stopped using upgrades. I don't get mad anymore. I would get so mad when I would use an upgrade on something that should go through. Now I let everything come as a natural. And if it goes through, yay. If it doesn't, I'm indifferent. My whole It has changed my whole life around since I stopped using my upgrades. Wayfair has become fun again. Basically, I'm, I would put myself at two out of five because there are so many things that we've been promised, so many features that we've been promised that we just haven't been delivered on. I just want to see my damn edits and my photo contributions in my contributions manager. That was You just want your red, yellow, ago. green. Be I honest. Want my you yes, want... no, maybe. And I want my <laughs> contributions. Like, I don't know what if my old scanner redacted, sorry, Jamal, photo edits yes. are still sitting in the void. I don't know which of my title and description and location it's 
from Redacted are still sitting in the void. I was reviewing and I came across one of my title edits from Scanner Redacted. I checked my emails. Why is that still in the system? <laughs> what is that, 2019? Yeah, yes, 2019, Jamal. right? Yeah. I want to see these things. Right. Like, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's, it's, it's frustrating that it's been over a year. And I'll definitely get back to this later. But when the Wayfarer team was making these announcements of this is our roadmap, these are planned features, mm-hmm. most people are like, all right, well, they're probably not going to do it. But when they added that text into the emails that you get, and there's an entire thread on the forum, which I can point to about every yep. email Niantic sends you about Wayfarer is wrong. Right. Because it tells I'm you delve to into Next episode, I have no guest with because functionally it's lying. Like, right, because it's telling you to go to your contribution management page to see what you did. Among other things, it's a very good thread. And if you've got the time, go onto the forums and look for it because I was reading it and I was getting ready to just say, right, I'm jumping on this bandwagon because this is just really frustrating me because. As a company, yes, I know there's been change in management, but like when that happens, there's a handover period and good transitions would have documents and say, this is what we have announced. This is what our roadmap was. This is what mm-hmm. we've told the community on our roadmap. Mm-hmm. That means that whoever's coming in sees this and knows to address anything that they decide not to keep going with. Right. And let the community know the previous administration was looking at this. We are looking at something differently. Now, I got based you. on other questions in here, it's clear that the app is still a priority for them, which is good because mm-hmm. that was something that Danby, Dambo Cat, really fought for at her time at Niantic. And like that's something that Tintino told me in Seattle that the app was Danby's thing. Ambassadors have told me in confidence that Danby really wanted the app. And that's what Danby was really pushing for. So to see that they're still looking at ways of keeping the app going is exciting to me mm-hmm. because right. I think it's ridiculous. A company which harvests most of its data from mobile phone apps doesn't have a mobile phone app for its data harvesting tool. Right. And now, like, there's some people in, in our community, especially, that said they'll quit if it, if it goes mobile only. But it's not going to go mobile only. Is the Intel map mobile only? No, it, in no. fact, on mobile, it's the worst UI, which is why so, which is why IITC was first developed, so it would scale right. correctly on mobile. Mm-hmm. Like, and the Wayfarer website is currently scaling. Like, it looks like it's designed for scalability, and it's significantly better than what Operation Portal Recon was like on mobile. That's for sure. But your contribution management on mobile is ridiculously hopeless. It is like having to keep trying to scroll just to get to the close button. Yep. Why? Like, yep. developing a mobile app gives them the chance to get budget and resources into improving these things, which are not a high priority. I do not think they're going to get rid of the web-based reviewing because the forums are on the website. It Some people genuinely need the assistance for accessibility purposes of mm-hmm. a desktop for this. And it would right. be blatantly discriminatory for them to get rid of the, the web-based reviewing. So I don't think it's going anywhere. Right. But... An app gives them more resources. It does. It gives them more resources. So going on to question number five, how did you find out about Niantic Wayfair? Option one, from another player, from a Niantic website, from a Niantic Wayfair campaign email, from a Niantic live event, 
discovered it on my own through Ingress or, or Pokemon Go or write in other. I definitely didn't write in the Way Spotters podcast, but I did write in Operation Portal Recon. And I answered this that I discovered it on my own through Ingress or Pokemon Go. It was Ingress. And I think this question, this is one that I but thought. But Jamal, did you, you would... play Ingress for Wayfarer? Well, Originally, it wasn't. Think see, it. here's the thing. Remember, it wasn't Wayfarer back it was then. It was, op- it was it was Operation Portal Recon. But did so you I, start I thought... Ingress with the intent of OPR? I started Ingress. Yeah, I only did Ingress because so I wanted to I would to say submit. that you, the OPR is more accurate for you because but you didn't this install is why Ingress I thought, and say, oh, I have access to this. This is why I thought you would have a field day with this question because it makes no mention of anyone, any player prior to Niantic Wayfair. It doesn't take into account Operation Portal Recon or what was Field Trip or anything before that. It just strictly talks about Wayfair. So I thought you would have kind of a field day with with this. So, there, you know, I could have said from another player, um, but it definitely wasn't from a Niantic website. But it was one of those where I, I found it through spite. And I've told the story six or seven times that I found it through spite because of an Ingress agent who was being kind of a gatekeeper. But... You know, they didn't even really want to tell me that you could do this. I had to go and kind of search it on my own. So, And speaking of the next question of when did you first join the program, I think it shouldn't have been three to five years. It should have really been three to four years. and or Because OPR was September, launched September 2017. Right. So when this survey went out, a very, 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 very small group of Wayfinders would have joined Operation Portal Recon in its first month. Because mm-hmm. it was, I think, originally level 16 in Ingress. And, you know. Like, and there were... there, there, there were Yeah, there were, there were level 16 Ingress agents at the time Pokemon Go dropped in July of 2016. People are already at level 16 in Ingress. But submissions were miss- not level capped. Um, before Pokemon Go was announced. And then I believe when Pokemon right. Go was announced was when they disabled submissions originally. But before yep. Portal Recon, Niantic handled all of these themselves. And that's so, why they were so bad. That's why some of those pictures are so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still trying to fix some of those in my area. So, so we I, both fall into that three three to five year button. I, I would argue that be... majority of people would fall into that buffer because that's when it launched in Pigo. That's right. when it launched, basically, for most Ingress agents. Um, mm-hmm. I think over five years is going to be probably just for people who did legacy nominations, because frankly, it just doesn't make any other sense. Like that, right. it should be four plus years, and that really gets the power user group. Now, when we talk about the next question, how often have you used or participated in Niantic Wayfair in the last three months? Uh, this is times a, a week. Yeah, a couple times a week. Couple times, couple times a week. So daily, couple times a week, weekly, couple times a month, monthly. I have never used the Wayfarer app. I stopped Wait, using the, the Wayfarer, Wayfarer app. That's what it says. <laughs> That's oh, what it says. Things. Yes, I know. Are, 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 is that a subliminal message? Or did I somebody just mess up? I think they called the web application their web app. And right. I think 
But that's not how I read it. I read it with my my little Wayfair app. My little antenna went up. This is what the Android people have to click. Yeah, I'm like, huh, the Wayfair app? Are they trying to tell us something? Um, But I, in the last three months, I'm a daily user of something Wayfair, whether that's submitting, reviewing, or some other third thing. I'm a daily user in here a couple times a week, but I wanted to read that one very slowly because I've never used the Wayfair app. I All right, stopped Jamal. using the Wayfair app. Before we spend 20 minutes on the word app, how strongly do you agree or disagree with the following statements? When I am stuck, I know where to go for help. Well, I know for you that you don't understand anything on the forum, so that's probably uh, a three <laughs> out of five and neither agree or disagree. <laughs> You mean I don't understand the minutia of where a button is? Exactly. So if you're stuck, do you know where to go for help? <laughs> if I'm stuck trying to figure out how many messages Pokemon Trainer J has submitted, yes, I'm stuck. Um, would you say Wayfarer is easy to use? Me, personally, I believe it's easy to use. I would agree. I wouldn't strongly agree, but I would agree. Would you believe Wayfair is immediately intuitive for new users? Now, this is something I put a strongly disagree on. And I put a disagree on that because I don't think new users really understand. There's a lot that goes into Wayfarer when you first use it. So, yeah, I think we're both there. You're strongly disagree. I'm disagree. I, I think it's a case of their onboarding hasn't been updated since Operation Portal Recon. It's just been reskinned. And that a lot correct. has changed in five years. Yes, it has. A lot has changed in the last year. We'll go into that more later with questions I have for you. So I I understand how Wayfarer works. I put agree because I do understand how it works. Um, I I wouldn't say strongly agree because there's some things that still confuse me to this day about the order in which things are prioritized internally and even the queue system. I understand it releases one thing from the queue at a time in an area and then upgrades if two upgrades happen at the same time yet we still see two near identical nominations go live in the same space as each other within a day Mm -hmm. like how did this get through the duplicate process so i it's not a hundred percent because the ins and outs are not fully there but i think it's an agree right i'm with you there i would recommend to a friend (laughs) i have recommended wayfair to my friends and some of them look at me and go that's why we have you. You are the one that does all the nomination and voting. But yes, I would say I would agree with that. But I only recommend Wayfair to certain friends. And some of them I'm like, no, okay, just tell me. Give me the street coordinates and I'll nominate this for you. Well, story time with Lachlan. In the last 24 hours, I have recommended Wayfair to a friend. Okay, how did that go? Um, so I was having a conversation with someone who basically runs the Brisbane Pokemon Go Facebook groups, right? Mm-hmm. And I was just letting him know, hey, I got this way spot approved. It should appear in Pokemon Go tomorrow morning, uh, if not Saturday morning. Um, so, And it's in a spot which is notoriously a spawn dead spot. So mm-hmm. it's going to be good just, you know, on a community day, have extra lures there. It won't appear as an ingress portal. So, haha, sorry, but... Correct location meant it was going to be within 20 meters of wherever someone put... So it's on a bridge. It's you're the still, plaque of a bridge. You're still a monster. You're still a monster. And Jamal, let me explain. It's the pl- okay. opening plaque for the bridge times two. There's two plaques stacked on top of each other. And okay. whoever submitted the bridge, like this is a 500 meter long bridge, put the bridge waste spot 
five meters to the left of the plaques, which just <laughs> happens to be in a different S2 cell, so okay. I can get the plaques through into Pokemon Go. Right. But like, okay, gotcha. There is so much space on this bridge. <laughs> Why is it where all the <laughs> other potential waste spots are? So it won't be an ingress portal. So it won't appear on IITC for those who monitor that for new Pokestops and for their gym counting. So I let him know because I know that the area is, you know, it, it, there's, a, there's, a, there's a wayfinder who blessed their cotton socks is going around and deleting things. Mm-hmm. And because there's a lot of construction, there's a new bridge being built. A lot of waste spots are just going missing. A lot of legacy murals are going missing. Some artworks get, got removed. But I haven't noticed any activity on the forums. And okay. to be completely honest, I've tried deleting some of these things historically with just the remove request for not being there anymore. And Niantic doesn't action it, so it says, no, we don't believe you. So this person's right. probably using the Wayfarer app and using the supporting comments field to get rid of things. So if that's what they're doing, power to them. But we figured out where they live based on a sudden influx of votes at one stop, and then a gym got deleted, and then they've got a gym, and then a new stop appeared there as well. So gotcha. We, it, there's a selfish motive in there. And there um, usually is, but, but I'm that, okay with that. that I'm okay with that. To sort of finish my story quickly before I completely tangent, he he's like, well, there's this area, and I know it's only two poker stops off another gym. Can you find something? I'm like, yeah, give me five minutes. He's like, I literally live in that square, and I haven't found anything. How did you find two things to submit? And I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he didn't know about the clarifications from August, and there's a shopping center in mm-hmm. one of those mds2 areas and there's a restaurant in the other and i googled that restaurant it's got five star reviews it's a meeting point it's rated and i'm like here's what you need to put in here's what you need to say and he's like great i will go do that tomorrow and he's like which one should i upgrade i have an upgrade pending and i'm like probably the shopping center Mm -hmm. because that's an easier pass through uh if you're lucky well theoretically well in australia yes right like when you've got someone in my local community submitting them successfully a hundred percent and I have to go and edit all of his photos now because they were taken from the car. Hmm. But, but, and I know he's listening, I'll go and edit those photos, but if they're getting approved from photos from the car, that goes to show that Australian reviewers are actually in tune with the recent clarifications. Exactly. So now here's my question. That is probably safe. What what is his bonus location? Is it Charlotte, North Carolina? <laughs> no. Well, I haven't convinced him to review, but I've convinced right. him to because he already had the upgrade from past reviewing, just sitting there. Right. And he just needs to get two nominations approved. And I said, well, if one gets rejected, you can appeal it, or we can try again. So he's going to report back to me with how he goes. If if he needs a bonus location, I have an address for him because I need voters like that in my area. I need some Aussie voters in my area. All right. Thank you for the story time, Lachlan. Next well, question. It, it, it relates into, would you recommend Wayfarer? Yeah, absolutely. Would you recommend Wayfarer? Um, select all, uh, wait, which of the following experiences have you done in Wayfarer? Well, Jamal, I think I've reviewed nominations. I think I've contributed yes. to the management experience by Check. talking to Tintino at Seattle. So not many people Check. have done that. I have provided input in order to reach a decision. I have definitely um, contacted Niantic to get input about a decision that they have made and to reverse it in regards to remove requests. Um, I've had a nomination rejected and I've not had none of the above. Right. That's pretty straightforward. The wording is clunky though. It is very clunky. 
Um, I don't know what quite what they were going for. What what does contributed to the management experience mean for someone who doesn't work at Niantic? Yes, I don't know. I mean, unless they were targeting the small group of people who went up to Tintino in Seattle, I don't know. Or Berlin. Or Berlin. Or Berlin. Yeah, or Berlin. All right, um, now, how, sa- I, I, how satisfied? I think that's meant to be, like, you have submitted a nomination. I think that's what it's meant to be, but it's just right. worded so clunkily. It is worded clunkily. Now, how satisfied are you with the following Wayfair experiences, Lachlan? Your experience reviewing nominations, not at all satisfied, slightly satisfied, moderately satisfied, very satisfied, or completely satisfied. So for this, Jamal, I'm going to use the star system, and I'm going to okay. respond with numbers. So that's a two Okay, let's me. do it. Two. So your, your experience reviewing nominations, two stars. Your Remember, onboarding I'm a vanilla, I'm a vanilla, a vanilla reviewer who yes. would prefer to use his phone to review. And that's so you have that's no what I'm saying. So no right. plugins, and I would no prefer plugins. to do it on my phone. That's why it's slightly satisfied because okay. it's so like Street View on mobile and using your gyro. It's, it's like what the hell? Like you yeah, can't figure good. out the pin. It's not easy to. Yeah. <sighs> I would rather tangent Lachlan is here, but right now this next one, I'm... that bug with just jumping straight down to the bottom is frustrating. Now, this next one, I'm guessing you're going to give it a one star, your onboarding experience. Well, my onboarding experience to Wayfarer didn't happen because I was on Operation Puerto Recon onboarding. Right. So how, was your ex- how was your onboarding experience with OPR? Well, I passed the test first time with flying colors. <laughs> and then there was nothing else after that, right? Correct. Right. That's why I gave it a not satisfied at all because I had no onboarding experience. There was nothing to help me other than... Um, Heracross Boss and uh, Uncle Google were it. That was it. That was my onboarding experience when it came to Operation Portal. Now, time taken for a contribution to reach a decision. Now, for waste spots which get eaten up by Niantic and sent into Niantic voting, I love it. 48 hours. For nominations I leave as naturals is currently about five to six months. Mm-hmm. And nominations that I have submitted edits for are infinite. So... Mm-hmm. Taking all of that into consideration and outside of the blip that we had um, when we had a natural disaster and everyone was bored for 48 hours um, and when Pokemon Go players first got access, I would say it's probably a two stars. Like, I accept, I accept the... Satis- like, I, I'm not not satisfied because I could be doing more to convince more people in my area to review but a lot of them have been burned by community rejecting their nominations because right. of the onboarding yep. experience. That's, that's, sort of the, a, that's the quickest way. Yeah. That's the quickest way to get people not to review is for people to reject their really good nominations because of X, Y, or Z, X, Y, or Z, excuse me. All right. Time taken for contributions to reach a decision. That's what we just I'm said. a one star. You're, oh, you're a one star for that. Okay. Cause I'm a two. I, I'm a one star. Very so much I, a one star. Without an upgrade, I'm six months, five, six months easy. And today in our Discord, and if you're not a member of our Discord, we'll tell you how to become a member of our Discord later. There's a new Wayfinder, Lachlan. If you were reading, you were sleeping. This is during your sleeping hours. So one of our uh, one of our new um, patrons submitted something on October 16th, US. And it was approved today. And I'm like four 
days. Like I would die and go to heaven if my things went through in four days. I'm lucky if my things go through in four months. But anyways, that's another topic for another day. Rejection reasons for your rejected nominations. Not satisfied at all, slightly satisfied, moderately satisfied, very satisfied, completely satisfied. Where do you fall there, Lachlan? Historically, one. Recently, two. Niantic rejections, one. Right. So I'm going to say two because I I don't get a reject that much. Um, Mm -hmm. Although... I did have something that got gobbled up by Niantic voting Jamal, which I nominated a few months ago. And I looked back to see why it was rejected. Because I was like, oh, great, I can appeal this. It's a dog park. It's the sign for a dog park. Mm-hmm. And it was said marked as duplicate. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so I pull up the Wayfarer app because the Wayfarer app will let you see photos on nearby spots, And they marked the dog park sign as a duplicate for the park itself. Really? Yes. Wow, that would that and would frustrate that. me also. So, right? if we do get a chance to talk to uh, Niantic Tintino before Christmas, I might just um, bring that one up directly to him. <laughs> so I, I I'm a I'm okay. I've nominated some borderline things because you know me. What's a few meters between friends? And I've got eighty nominations, and I am not afraid to use them. So I own you know, responsibility for some of the rejects I get because I do push the envelope a little more than I talk about here on the podcast. So I can't come down as hard on the community for some of the rejections I get because it's one of those wing and a prayer. If it goes through, wow. If it doesn't, eh, I didn't think it was going to go through. So I'm going to go three there. So, you know, I just just want to be fair because I do nominate a lot of things that I believe most people will reject, but I just want to see if they will. And And then the final one, Lachlan, in this category is your contribution management experience. Give me my edits, give me my photos, and you get five. Until you give me that, it's a three. Because I like hold. I genuinely really like hold. And I like that we can do upload later. So when I get home, I put the Mm -hmm. phone near the Wi-Fi router, which isn't required, but that's just where I put it because I remember it that Mm -hmm. way. And I press upload now. And then I log into my computer about five minutes later, I reload Wayfair and go, hold, 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 hold. Yep. And when I'm I ready to same. release them, fix up the description, fix up the supporting information, fix up the title, check for spelling mistakes, then send it off. Although for people who are considering using hold, if you feel that one of your nominations as you're editing it while on hold, might accidentally include one of Niantic's trigger words that send it straight to inverting Niantic, if it's on hold, it gets taken off hold and sent to inverting Niantic. So even if you've yep. only updated the supporting info and the title still says placeholder and description still says placeholder, and you just happen to... An example I can use, because it's been on the forums a bit, um, is the city of Dixon in Australia. Dixon's mm-hmm. also an electoral district in Queensland, just north of me. So naturally, in the supporting information, I might say, funding for this project, or say if it's an opening plug, this plaque was opened by blah, blah, the federal member for Dixon, right? Because that's what the plaque mm-hmm. says. That would get gobbled up into Niantic voting. So if right. you're using words that could potentially cause Niantic to have to review it manually, be very careful that they're the last edit that you do when you're 
nominations on hold because it will go straight from hold to inverting. You it have no control over that. The straight, second yep, that word gets they'll, into it. They'll take it from there and then it's gone. But that's very All important right. for people to know because um, I know that they're a little bit more lenient with that sort of thing, especially if their history says it was on hold when it got gobbled up. But I know Kawanasut had a survey marker, which he had from his trip to New South Wales, the land of the survey markers, which he hadn't added a description to. He just updated his supporting information. Um, and he didn't even realize he had a flagged word in that. Uh, I don't even know what the flagged word was, but it took it from hold with a placeholder description that I think just says placeholder right. straight into uh -huh. the game. And it's too far now away he's to likely, edit. I was going to say, he's likely to get that rejected. So, And it was approved. All right. It was approved. Oh, it was approved. It now, was but approved he can go in. And, he, he he can go in and edit it through the Wayfarer app now. He has to use the Wayfarer app to submit an edit request. Yes. Gotcha. All right. How strongly um, would you agree with the the following statement? So, I feel empowered to impact my community by using Niantic Wayfarer. Agreed. If you're going stars, so four stars. So you're going four stars. All right. Wayfair communicates in a timely manner regarding <laughs> regarding major topics. All right. Okay. Wayfair does. Wayfarer does. So that's definitely okay. a four star because okay. the second they're able to talk about things, they're talking about things. And I think their communication. They've they've been so we're, the we're, app giving us a roadmap for the last three years. So we're we're divesting Wayfarer from Niantic there. It physically says Wayfarer communicates. It doesn't say Niantic. Fair. Because right. to take a Pokemon oh. Go example, we are yeah, now two months late for a um, Dev Diary. Dev Diary. And yep. community manager said that they're understaffed. Right. Yeah. Yet there's and, and not to throw any shade on the community manager because mental health is important and I understand what they're going through. But for them just to say that they spent their day reorganizing their office so they had a better Zen workplace, how are they understaffed that they can't write a blog post? If the manager has time to completely redesign their office. Like I expect... Like if right, and there's no shade at them. No that's shade no at them. them as a person. We like them. We love like, them. They're great. 100%. Yes, but like, they are great. As a company, to say, we don't have the staff to do X even if it's you know, not through official channels. And then as a company, I expect that everything's chaotic in there and things are just everywhere because people don't have the time to do X, Y, or Z. Now, right. in my mind, if someone has the time to completely reorganize an office for an entire day, it's probably all the time they needed to draft up a blog post. Write a blog post, yeah. Well, no, like, even, if, even if they use speech to text while doing their office. That's how I was going to say that. Put it into a doc Gets, send it to someone to type up and formalize and then send off a review. And get approval. But like, right, let, 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 multitasking exists. Let's power through these next three. Wayfair is a valuable addition to my lifestyle. Three. Three. Way, the, Wayfair, yeah, the Wayfair community is welcoming and supportive. Five. Okay. The Wayfair community is easy to navigate. Three. All right. That's, that's in there. relation to the forums. Because Correct. That's in relation I, to the I forums. I don't think social, it's talking about social groups. Right. <laughs> now, how, overall, how do you feel about being part of the Niantic community? Used. I would agree. Now, that's that. not I what I wrote. That... That's not what I wrote, but that's how <laughs> I feel. I feel used. Okay. And I think we all understand why we're free labor. Okay. 
So going on, um, going down now, please rank the following actions with one being what you were trying to accomplish the most and three being the action you were trying to accomplish the least. Suggesting edits, mapping, mapping means adding new way spots to the community map via Ingress or Pokemon Go, or reviewing, which is defined as exploring Wayspot contributions, deciding on the status of a contribution. Can I guess your order, Jamal, and then you can guess mine? Yes, yes. So for you, I would guess mapping, reviewing, editing. Okay. And for you, I would I would say your number one is suggesting edits, your number two is mapping, and your number three is reviewing. Correct. And how did I go? You did good with mine as well. You know me. I know you. <laughs> I think we're good there. Um, okay, so these <laughs> next two, these next two, this is great. These next two, this could be, my goodness, this could be an entire episode of Waste Spotter. So let's try not to, to go on too long. But Lachlan, what do you feel is missing from Niantic Wayfair? I love that you saw the question and you proactively started laughing. So. <laughs> In 30 seconds or less, what's missing from Niantic Wayfair? See my comments earlier in the show. <laughs> right, fair enough. Um, and then I could say, you know, a presence on the forum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I if we're looking at Niantic Wayfair holistically, I think my number one thing and what I said, and this was kind of self-serving because I co-host a podcast about Niantic Wayfair, but I said that I think a bigger presence from Niantic Tintino, Niantic Aaron, you know, whomever it is, but someone to come out and kind of take the arrows, you know, take, take the political system, whether it's in America or whether it's in Australia, there's a press secretary that comes out three times a week and gives a press conference and answers questions, right? Today we it, had 74 waste spots denied for inappropriate location. Right. But you know what I mean? Even even a sports team, right? So take American football, take Australian rules football, take soccer, football. After the game or after a significant event, a representative of the team comes out and gives a press conference and answers now, questions. I'm I not asking Tintino. Australian football, we don't really do that. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, we do it in the U.S. The press conference is like, why? Like, <laughs> if, if there's a controversy, they'll send out someone. But like half right. the time, there's not like a press gallery talking to the coach after the match. So why did you lose? Right. Well, this used to be the AMAs and those have just kind of disappeared. But I think, I think at well, least we know why once... they're not there. The public doesn't. I, it's I, alpha. I know. I know. It's, <laughs> shh, shh. it's Jamal's so told... Blame Jamal. Blame... That's my name. We've been told things we can't say. But I, I think I at least... said anything that I can't say. I'm just alluding to things I might not be able to say. Moving on. Currently, <laughs> what is the most usable feature for you and Niantic Wayfair? I would say useful. Um, but to be completely honest, I put in edits. Because improving edits. the accuracy and authenticity of Wayfarer promotes a better social understanding of communities. You just like to remove stuff, be honest. No, I like to fix stuff. Oh, Lachlan, small tangent. Did you get the gift I sent you in Pokemon Go? Did you see what it was? No. I, I it was a fire station. 
Oh, that's a shame. It gave it gave me an egg. That's why I would have <laughs> opened it. So the only reason why I sent you that, I was driving through central Kentucky last week. And yes, for those of you listening, my bourbon trip was fantastic. I drank bourbon for four days straight. I smoked cigars and I ate steaks with seven other dudes. It was amazing. But I, I came across this fire station and I got the gift and I'm like, I'm going to send this to Lachlan and see if he tries to remove it. Now, before you remove it, Lachlan, just to let you know, that fire station in the entire S14, that was the only POI in that entire S14. So just keep that in mind before you go and remove that fire station. All right, uh, moving on. One should not use S2 cells when making decisions on waste spots. That's why you're a monster. All right, moving on. Do you feel that using a mobile-based Wayfarer app would be more effective to contribute to the Niantic map versus a desktop version of Wayfarer? I think we've kind of covered this already. But I'm definitely we, team mobile. Yeah, I'm like team mobile the, also. The, the tools that they give us on the app currently, like mm -hmm. I love that. So there, there's a significant part of my community where someone just went and nominated a bunch of you know informational placards, right? And... Only about four out of those 14 made it into Ingress, right? Mm -hmm. I now know that those waste spots are there because mm -hmm. of the Wayfarer app in its test flight right. state. The Wayfarer app in its test flight state allows you to see the coordinates of that waste spot. You can't copy them. So I've got to take a screenshot and then you use Apple's <laughs> photo text to copy paste or, you know, just type it in on a computer while reading it off my phone. But, you know, that shouldn't be required. <laughs> But I, I really like where it's heading. And again, I prefer reviewing on mobile because I can do it on the bus. I can do it on the train. I so can let do me it say when this. I can't play Niantic games. I am team Wayfarer app, but not at the expense of Wayfarer desktop. Well, I, I genuinely would say that they need to add the Wayspot map onto the Wayfarer website as one of those yep. tabs. Yep. Like that shouldn't be a hard thing for them to implement. And yes, I know people will extension the hell out of it. Which mm -hmm. is probably their hesitation. Really? really? <laughs> probably one of their ambassadors would write. I don't know anything about day. extensions. I don't know anything. Yeah. Anyway. So, All like, right. but I think it would be useful to have that data accessible to all. Just having it only for a select group of people who know how to use an iPhone, it feels weird. Right. And the next question was explain why you answered the way you answered. And I think we've kind of covered that here and we've kind of covered that. And, uh, you know, just in complete transparency, I wrote, I would prefer the mobile app. But I did go and clarify, I wouldn't want the mobile app at the expense of the desktop. I would want both. Now, to kind of finish out, um, how strongly do you agree or disagree with, with the following statements? Aside from appeals, the Wayfarer community decides on what contribution, contributions are accepted or declined. Disagree. Because I know about Niantic and voting gobbling up things, and that's not the Wayfarer community that is over their head. And so you'd give rejections, that a, you'd give you know, that edits, a two. Yep. Edit rejections yep. come yep. from Niantic. You know, like you'd give removal that a two. rejections, I should say. The Niantic map includes new way spots accepted by the Wayfarer community and appeal nominations. Neither agree nor disagree because it doesn't. Like those um, right. four square imported waste spots uh -huh. are Wayfarer map. They're on the nearby duplicate right. check. Those they are. So blank that would be a three. Are, thankfully, not all of the NBA All World 
generic points of interest made it in because I have some screenshots to show you when we do our NBA All World episode. And to tease, because <laughs> Lachlan likes to tease, I have messaged another Australian who has played a reasonable amount of time in NBA All World to come on and talk about NBA All World. So Ooh, just trying to find a time that works for her and myself and hopefully Jamal. Yep. But if, I if feel it's just that... her and me and then we just bring Jamal in um, as sort of an interview <laughs> because like her time is very precious. Gotcha. <laughs> so if we can find a time that works, it'd be amazing. But I'm we'll, sure Jamal we'll make will it work. heaven and earth. I feel that reports of abuse are adequately resolved. One star for me. Yeah, I know. I, things. I strongly disagree. I, I, I know things. Yeah, um, I know things. Well, I'll get to it later, but yeah, yeah, one star. Yep, we don't need and to go into that. That's across the whole Niantic community. Correct. Um, yeah, not just we know Wayfair. stuff that. Yeah, we know stuff. All right, the Niantic map is curated by the Wayfarer community. I would say agree, not strongly agree, yep. but agree. Yeah, like, I'd give it a three. Originally, portals were selected because of like the biggest, most important object in that area. So that was definitely some curation going on. Then as time went on, and now that, you know, it's not just the Intel map, it's a Wayfarer map, more other waypoints have been added in. But the primary ones that are in most locations are the big obvious ones, which is a form of curation. And finally, I understand how the Niantic map is curated. Well, I strongly understand, but I don't yes. think many people do. I'd give it a five there. I, I I sometimes think about that map when I'm sleeping, so I feel really good about that. So, And then lastly, um, is there anything you'd like to share about your experience using Niantic Wayfair? I wrote a legit paragraph, and we don't need to go over it now. That could also be another show. And I think if you listen to episode one through 40, we've answered that ad nauseum. So I don't know if you have anything you want to say there. No, it's all good. But I did want to highlight some of the questions they removed from the survey. Mm-hmm. So originally, and as I mentioned, alluded to before, I had to try the survey seven times to get it to submit. Yes, and I it took. I even complained on the forum about it. I'm like, okay, it must just be me. It must just be me. Changed device, changed web browser. I'm like, okay, it's not just me. Let's check the forums. Now, originally, that first question asking what Niantic games you played would kick you out if you only answered one. Really. Yes. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> and say so you're not eligible for the survey at this time. Wow. Even if that one game was Ingress. Really? Interesting. And then it would force you to answer what level you are, were in Pikmin, Bloom, Pokemon Go, and Ingress, even if you didn't select those games as a game you played. And the Holy funniest bugs. thing about Pikmin Bloom is it wouldn't let you put in 100, which is the current level cap in Pikmin Bloom. They're like, nobody should be at 100 right now. <laughs> I have a friend who's like level 96 on my friends list. Yeah. Like, I know they're well, a Pokemon Go grinder, but that's just ridiculous. Let's so let's this. jump onto topic. Uh, the second thing I wanted to talk about this morning before we jump to break, Jamal. So yes. a few members of the community got sent an email from Niantic about a Wayfarer focus group. Now, this is... Potentially not the first for Niantic to do a Wayfarer-themed focus group, but it's the mm-hmm. first one which I was able to participate in. So without you know, saying who was in that, the session with me, without going into my answers, I, I've selected some of the questions that they've asked me because yes. at the end of the session, um, the person running it said, if you 
want to elaborate on any of the questions we asked, send me an email with more responses. So I took that of, I'm going to ask Jamal these questions. And if they're substantially (laughs) different to what has already been said in my focus group, I will include that in the email I'm sending her. Um, Because I did say it might be a 40 page document or a blueprint on Wayfarer 2.0. And she said, perfect. So Mm -hmm. we'll see what I get, like what I throw together over the weekend. So again, that's the context. And obviously, while we're recording this, they're still doing more of these sessions. So if you do have one coming up, I think by the time it's released, they should be all done. But if you do have one coming up, it's not what you think it's going to be. I'm I'm quite happy with what it turned out to be. And again, these were sent to more power users on the forum. So the first question they sort of asked is, who are you? Where are you from? And what's the favorite waste spot you've ever submitted? So Jamal, I feel like you've answered these questions on the show before, but if Niantic asked you these questions, what would you say? So I'm Jamal, live in Charlotte, would probably consider myself a power reviewer and a power submitter. And I think my favorite waste spot, my favorite waste spot really, it really, it it fluctuates from time to time. I'm going to say my favorite waste spot that I have have had approved is probably the make my day waste spot. And that's different from how I've answered it before. I think the very first time I answered it, Lachlan was the very first one I've, I ever got through. But well, that's make actually my day... what I said. I because yeah. remember <laughs> last time we did that, I was not my first nomination, but over time, right. yeah. it is my first nomination that I got approved. And to this day, I drive past it and I see it. It's not on my direct path of travel, but I remember I was with a friend and he was driving up and said, hey, can you just pull over to this side street while we're heading to where we're going? I just want to take a photo of this playground. Mm-hmm. Like, because we drove past it. And for the first time, I'd not seen a child on that playground because it just stopped right. raining. I'm like, perfect. Great yes. time to go to the playground. So like for me, that now holds a special place because not just Absolutely. the experience yeah. of it being in games and it being the first and the fact it was like a week turnaround time, but the fact that, I did that with a friend and I have that shared experience. Right. So, and the, the reason why the make my day mural is probably my favorite is that just was to annoy the, sea princess. Well, no, but that was the first time I got an indoor mural through the sea princess okay. part is just a bonus, but it was the first indoor mural. And I, and I use an upgrade and I was really kind of nervous about it because a lot of the things that I had done indoors had been rejected. So when I got that through, it was such a cool mural. And Clint Eastwood is an American hero. You even know about Clint Eastwood down there in Australia. Well, but it I was the first Scott one. Scott Eastwood was in the Suicide Squad. That's Sorry, true. Not the Suicide Squad, just Suicide Squad. And so that's probably why that's my current favorite when I look back on it. I wrote a really good description. The supporting information was on point. And it was an indoor mural and I can spin it on the way to work. And it's just, there's just a lot of things that signified kind of a change in the way that I submitted and the way that I understand how submissions go through. So that's probably my current favorite. All right. So the next, next thing they were sort of asking is what drives you to nominate? What drives you to participate in Wayfarer? So Jamal, what's your drive? My drive is to make things better for my community. So we've got a pretty active Pokemon Go community here in Charlotte. And I live in the northern part of Charlotte near kind of the suburbs area. 
And my drive is just to make things better, man. Like, I don't want to have to drive 30 or 40 minutes to go to a grind spot. I want a grind spot right by my house. And the people that I play with on a consistent basis, I want a grind spot for them. And it's so cool to go to the park, Lachlan, and look and see a bunch of people walking around catching Pokemons because the spawns are coming from the stops that I've put in and people are fighting over gyms. And it was like, after you know, the, 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 the big C had kind of waned and people were getting out, people were coming to this park and they were doing community day there. And that like just about made a tear come to my eye. So that's my motivation and my drive. And you? All right. So, Jamal, I think I've gone through my my motivations for a while, but it's, you know, the the secondhand satisfaction you get when someone discovers your waste spot and sends you a gift from it or posts a rare spawn at it or makes a field from it for the first time. You're like, you know, I had a part in that. They won't know it was me, but I had a part in that. Yep. Now, the next question, Jamal, I didn't answer the way you probably would expect me to have answered. <laughs> but the question was asking you to describe what's your role in your local Wayfarer community? Do you submit or do you review? Was sort of where they're going with that question, which is why I didn't instantly say, well, I'm the host of the Wayspotters podcast powered by the Pokemon Professor Network. And today is a lovely... <laughs> because <laughs> right. in my local community, that's not really as relevant. Mm-hmm. Anyway, at least in, in my opinion. Um, so it was sort of a case of like primarily submitting was my main crux for a while there. I did a large chunk of reviews, but mostly it's edits these days. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they further followed it up with what do you think we could do to motivate communities who aren't currently reviewing communities to get involved? So Jamal, do you oh, primarily man. submit yeah. or do you primarily review? You know, it's probably 50, 50, um, I think I've mentioned before, and I'm I'm really going to make a big deal of it when I hit it, but I'm nearing 40,000 reviews. And I know Only. to a lot of people, yeah, I know to a lot of people that sounds like a lot, but we personally know people with 100,000 reviews, right? Yeah. And there's people on the Wayfair Discussion Discord with 50, 60, 70,000 reviews. So 40,000 in the overall scheme of things probably puts me right in the middle. You know, I, I review, I, I nominate in Ingress and I nominate in Pokemon Go. So I have 80 in my holster at any given time. But lately, aside from the 15 um, shopping mall nominations that I've done, I review more because I really think that we need more reviewers. The, the thing that turns people off is I nominate something and it just sits there and it just sits there and it just sits there. The only way we're going to help get those through is review, and I can't review my own. So my hope is if I review a lot of other people's, they're going to end up reviewing mine. So I, I think you could probably guess where, where this is leading. Yes, so I can. What do you think Niantic could be doing to better motivate people or reward people? Now, for full context, y'all have listened to my rambles in the past but I genuinely spent about 10 minutes of everyone in this call's time talking about what could blatantly increase reviewers and good reviewers, not just bad reviewers. 
Now, I've gone over many of those ideas on the show and even on the thing we just recorded, um, surprise, um, which probably won't come out for a couple of weeks. So I'm, I'm more than happy right. to say it's uh, a future episode of the Lured Up Creator series on the Lured Up main feed, um, which is the first time Jamal and I have been, you know, properly in the main feed since our brief introduction. But like at the end of the day, for me, I have a pretty point and click answer. Digital in-game rewards in the games that wayfinders play is the easiest way to motivate people to participate in the system. Yes. I would like to think that there are other things that they could do, but frankly, there's not. In game rewards is one. I Lachlan, I think the biggest thing that's holding Wayfarer back overall is the review times. And if I had a chance to talk to a member of the Niantic team, They've got to find a way to get reviews in front of reviewers. Well, by making more reviewers. By making sort of my more point. reviewers. Like, right. Carrot, not the stick. Right. Yes. Incentivize, don't de-incentivize. So that, that, to me, overall, anybody I talk to in a position of power at Niantic or whomever... When you have someone like me or you who's going to sit down and do 25 or 30 reviews at, 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 at any given time, we've got to find a way to keep them reviewing and to send them reviews that need to be seen. So, for example, I nominated something on the 4th of July. That's a big holiday here in the U.S. And it it was a natural, and I got it yesterday. For me, was the 19th of October. So that's... August, September, October, that's three months and 15, 16 days, whatever it is. That That's too long, Lachlan. Like, I don't think it should be instantaneous, but what if that was the first one that I ever nominated? What if that and was yeah, the it, first that, one? That's the big demotivating factor. Yeah. And like, I know a lot of countries in which uh, the beta nominations were rolled out for Pokemon Go, back in 2019 where they could submit, but they couldn't review. Right. And those Ingress players had the backlogs of hell. So mm-hmm. I, I genuinely think if you can motivate people with a carrot, get them into the review infrastructure, which is why, you know, earlier on talking about the app, I think an app is such a good idea because an app can integrate with Campfire. People can be looking for raids on their Pokemon Go screen and just see this Wayfarer right. icon, tap that. And it's like, Maybe use it grabs your campfire location, sends you a couple of reviews from just that small confined area. Mm-hmm. And then when you're just inside the campfire app, you know, so it's not the full Wayfair experience, but just enough locally. Or it says, hey, this way spot near you doesn't have a description. Do you want to submit one? Sort of right. like how Google does user reviews or like Facebook does reviews based on your location history. And like, there's ways you can integrate the Wayfarer system naturally into Campfire. And that's why I find Campfire so exciting. Because if you have a mobile app for Wayfarer, it's a much more integrated process than a web-based platform, which is clunky. Like, it's a lot better than OPR, but it's currently clunky. I, I, I 100% agree with you. I do. Like, I, yeah, I love it. If, if I could translate one upgrade, and like, even if it was like limited monthly. So like, in a month, you could only earn 100 poker coins through the system. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's a limit. So people aren't, you know, abusing the system with just mass rejects. But like, or you could own 100 poker coins, or you could unlock the community day ticket, or you could unlock 
a couple incubators. You can unlock an avatar item that's exclusive to Wayfarer that you have to use Wayfarer to get. A pose that's exclusive to Wayfarer. Like there's right. these things that the hardcore players would just twitch over not having access to. Exactly. And do. Yes. A hundred percent, Lachlan. hundred percent. What's next? <sighs> when you're using Wayfarer, how does that slot into your routine, Jamal? So for me, um, God, you know, if you, if my wife was standing here, I don't know if I'd answer this the same way, but either fortunately or unfortunately, I see the world differently now that I do Wayfarer. Like I, you know, this weekend, this, this past week, I was in Kentucky with my brother-in-law and my cousins and, you know, just all, all the guys on my wife's side of the family, all my in-laws. And we were in central Kentucky on the bourbon trail and we're going through these rural areas and I'm seeing all these churches and I'm seeing all these civil war statues and I'm seeing all of these things. And I'm like, nobody's made a POI out of this. So I can't turn it off. And I, and I don't, like I said, I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing, but I can't turn it off everywhere I go. I look and I'm like, there's a mural and I want to pull out IITC and see if it's in the game and take a picture and submit it. So I, I don't know if it's healthy, but I, I see the entire world as an opportunity to add a POI. And again, I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing. And like, again, this is something I mentioned on that thing that we just recorded with Ken and Adam, but like my family will actively pick locations for family events that have waste spots at them. So I'm less distracted. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they're like we'll just we'll just do this here for lachlan that way he's not trying to say hey because i mean the worst thing lachlan tell me t tell let everybody know this the worst thing in the world is to be sitting at a restaurant and have a poi that's just out of range that you know you kind of drift in and drift out but you're just out of range and you're like can we get a table on that side of the restaurant and my wife will just look at me like really i'm like yes really so uh, but like for this, like I, I basically said, I'm currently not working, but you know, the commute, public transport, buses, trains, it's the best time to do it. But I said due to pandemic benefits, which benefited people playing from home, those now inadvertently benefit those on trains and buses who before couldn't play because of their speed. And that was a great time to wayfind. A lot of people I know used to wayfind in the bathroom or when they've got some downtime at work. But now right. these games just never stop. And I, I'm not blaming, again, I, I feel like a broken record, but I'm not blaming remote raids entirely. They're a good feature. But most Pogo players would rather do just one more raid at hardcore level instead of just one more review. Right. Yep, exactly. What's so next? How do you feel your work or contributions to Wayfarer are recognized by your community? And is there anything you'd like Niantic to do differently about getting you recognition in game? Um, you know, I would, I would have to say Lachlan for the most part, I think I'm pretty recognized in my community. I mean, I've, I think I'm close to 400 nominations accepted and I, and I'd venture to say 80% of them are in my local area within 25 kilometers of where I'm sitting right now. 
and I've built a couple of parks that I've talked about on here and people know, oh, this is Jamal's park, quote unquote. So I feel my local community understands what I've done. But more than that, there's four people in our in my local discord that we have kind of our own little channel in the discord and they've probably gotten 50 to 100 on their own and that's after you know i kind of told them about wayfarer and they live in different parts of the city and you know i'll go by and i'll spin it and i'll see their name i'm more proud of that of those four or five people than i am about the ones that i've gotten nominated because now i'm hoping they're going to tell another person how to wayfind and how to review and it just keeps going so I don't know if there's anything Niantic can do. I mean, I would love to have some type of badge um, for, or maybe some kind of in-game reward that once you have a hundred, you know, POIs live nominations that are on the game board, you get something, an incubator, I don't know, a, a raid pass or, you know, Stardust or something like that. So, you know, some people like to, to, to badge flex, you know, in Ingress and even badge flex. In, in Pogo, and you have your Wayfarer badge, but what if you got something tangible for it? So you're like, if I review 500 more in the next two weeks and I get, you know, 200 accepted, I'm going to get 10,000 Stardust for hitting the next tier. Or something only have those, those avatar items be available for certain review goals. That too. I, I get a certain pose where, you know, maybe the the my, my avatar is holding a phone and they're typing on it. How about this, Lachlan? How about this? What if you hit a certain tier and you get an in-game shirt that's a Wayspotters t-shirt? What about that? I'd love that. I I I recall putting in um before Wayspotters was a thing in the Niantic feedback channel that Ken sort of passes on to Niantic on our behalf in the community, my idea for what the Wayfarer research could look like in Pigo. Mm-hmm. So that each tier of that badge, it's a four-tiered badge, you unlock a different special research in which mm. some of the tasks require you use Wayfarer or walk X oh, amount of kilometers yes. or interact with unique waste spots in the game. And that I think would be fascinating. Like not saying you have to submit, but just that you have to you know, engage with waste spots and sort of connect waste spots to poker stops and gyms. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I think that's a great idea. And I think it would be a hilarious way to um, make certain Pokemon that are seasonally available somewhat easy to get, like the question mark or exclamation mark unknown, especially right. the exclamation mark unknown, because it basically looks like a waste spot. It, it um, sure does. And I it think that really would be a hilarious does. reward to get. And maybe on the platinum research, <laughs> you get the guaranteed shiny exclamation mark point you know as an mm-hmm. encounter because that hasn't been seen in game for nearly three years the question mark right. even longer and i think it would be fascinating to have these ridiculously rare pokemon mm-hmm. available for supporting 90s game they, they're functionally useless like the exclamation right, the unknown shinies it, are it, functionally useless yeah, it doesn't do anything at all it's not a good raid attacker it's not a good Gym Defender, if anything, it's a funny... If you've got a series of gyms, you can spell out a funny word. That's about all you can do. <laughs> but as a as a concept, they're not trying to get people. And I hope 
with you know what Pokemon has been finding for years at this point now about mm-hmm. the root system being basically yep. Pokemon Go's mission maker. Yep. And if if it turns out that it just rips Ingress missions and turns them into Ingress input to Pokemon Go um, roots, that would be great. But also, if they're not displaying those circles correctly, right? Banners are going to get stuffed up. And but like I've already built some of my local area, so I'd be good to go. But it's just a case two. of again I've, using I've Ingress agents for Pokemon yeah. Go gain, and I think that would. Go I've got some missions already. All right, so the last thing they sort of wanted to cover was what do you want to see next prioritized in the Wayfarer app or in that space of around the Wayfarer app, whether that's the web-based one or the mobile-based one? You you can just stop there. I'll tell you, Lachlan, I want to be able to submit Wayspots from the app. That's what I want, 100%. And and for listeners, I said to them, I would like to see the Wayspot map on the Wayfarer website as a new tab. Because too many people uh, yeah. exclusively use the Intel map. Yep. And by adding that Wayspot map there, people can browse areas to go explore looking for Wayspots, turn on Google Street View, drop in the Pinman, see if there's anything they can find there, and embed it all in the Wayfarer website. And you will motivate people. I said, yes, people will probably develop extensions for it to make it mm-hmm. more like how they use the Intel map. Because, yep. you know, let's be honest, it would happen. But is that such a bad thing? I don't think it's such a bad thing. You know, I'm pro. A malicious tool? um, Yes. But like one which says, gives you the ability to manually, like not automated, like select which way spots appear in the game you care about Mm -hmm. and sort of flag ones, which you might want to signal that you've got to go to that area to try and figure out if it's in the right location or not, or things like that. Like, Mm -hmm. I just, I want that map to not be just on the iOS app because- It would yep. be a such better experience for everyone. Yeah. But Lachlan, what about being able to submit Wayspots through the app? What, do you, is, that, is that a close second for you or is that something that's, that's, that's not, not a really... high priority for me? I know it will come, which is why it's not a priority for me. Mm-hmm. Like that's like and saying you... to Americans, my highest priority for all Americans is to have a presidential election in 2024. Gotcha. Okay. You know, that's it's going to come. It's not next yeah. week, but it will well, happen. You don't, you... At you don't think point. the map is going to come? Because I think the map will come. I think the Wayfarer app has been in the state of for AR scanning since June. Mm-hmm. And the best thing for us is that map and the ability to grab coordinates of ghost spots. Or if you get a Wayspot approved, it's instantly in the Wayfarer map. And you can check that and you can... You know, if you're Jamal, you could type it into your Intel map with extensions or IITC, the coordinates that it has to check that (laughs) what apps it might appear in. And for Ingress players, it lets them see those things that they can't, because Ingress still doesn't have that nearby ghost checker. So Ingress players now are more likely to submit a duplicate than Pokemon Go players, which is mind boggling. Right? Now, Lachlan, it is my blogger, but you keep mentioning the extensions. We know Niantic is listening. I don't want to get in trouble. Stop it. One of their ambassadors openly puts their name on half of them. So that's fair. I know, and most of the screenshots on the forum have extensions on it. Yes, they do. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, Lachlan, let's do this. Let's go and take a break in, in what will seem like mere minutes for the listeners, but it'll actually be about an hour break. 
So let's go ahead and do that. Take our break and then we'll come back and we'll go over topic number two and then we'll review some coal and you'll hear some dad jokes and then we'll finish it out. That sound good to you, sir? Yeah. Okay. All right. We will see you back here in just a few minutes. This is David from As the Pokeball Turns and you're listening to the Wayspotters Podcast. Hello there, all people from the We Spotters podcasts. I am Trainer Muffy. Hope you're enjoying this episode. Oh, Jamal, your dad jokes are the worst. Why do bees hum? Because they don't know the words. Where do you learn to make ice cream? At Sunday school. What do you call it when a snowman throws a tantrum? A meltdown. How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? Ten tickles. I wrote a joke about chemistry, but I don't think it's going to get a reaction. What concert cost just 45 cents? 50 Cent featuring Nickelback. Why did the math book look so sad? Because of all of its problems. I used to be addicted to the hokey pokey, but I turned myself around. All right, Jamal, that was such a good break that we had. And I think it's time that we briefly touch on a topic that was posted to our way for a Twitter chat. Um, community and it comes from wait a minute show let's play the sounder we have a sounder for twitter no for topic number two. Oh. now on the way spotters podcast we give you topic number two all right so muffy friend of the show posted on twitter in the niantic wayfarer social group hey i just wanted to check something I'm going to holiday to three different countries next week. Should I be submitting in their language or English? Their language makes sense, but I always fear Google Translate will let me down. Do you have any tips? Now, before we get to your comments on this, Jamal, because you have traveled to different countries mm-hmm. that don't speak English. I haven't. Well, I could argue I've been to America and you don't speak the Queen's <laughs> English. But like the English people's English, just to remind yes. you Americans. Yes. Um, so I want to highlight the responses that we got from Carwin, who is an expert wayfarer themselves. And the first thing he said was local language is preferred, but not mandatory. And that's a niantic ruling. Depending on the country you will be in, you should probably be fine with English, but not so much with reviewers. Maybe you can get help from the community to make sure your nominations are translation properly. I'm happy to help on a couple of languages. Awesome says Muffy. I'm going to Spain, France, and Portugal. So it's nice to know I don't have to if I don't want to. If I'm in a rush, I can do in English. I have a time limit to get back on the cruise and can't miss it every day. So there's that to look forward to. (laughs) Kawin replies, you got someone here who knows Spanish and French. You can DM me if you want or need help. Portuguese, it's a bit similar to the other languages, but distinct enough to have no chance here with my knowledge. Also, you can submit English first and then edit later to a local language in Wayfarer after releasing from hold. That might work too. If I need help, I will DM you. And this was one of the most wholesome exchanges I've seen on the community social group. But Jamal, 
when you went to Mexico last year, got very, yes. very drunk, drunky, drunk, drunk, and did lots of wayfinding. I did. What, what did you, what did you do with the language? Like, how okay. did you approach So it? I submitted a few things while I was in Mexico. I was in Cancun and I think I posted them in, on Twitter. I, I, I went half and half. So I, I submitted four. I did two in English. And then I, I went on Google and I typed in what I wanted for the description and it gave me a, a translation in Spanish. And then at the resort we were staying at, I found someone who was playing Pokemon Go and they didn't speak a lot of English and I don't speak a lot of Spanish, but I showed them Wayfarer and I, you know, kind of explained to them what I was trying to do and I had them read the description and then they sent me a text of what I should say. So then I submitted that. So I did two in English and two in Spanish. Okay. So as someone who actually, when I was in the U S I was spelling words wrong and it killed me inside. Um, <laughs> when I was doing edits uh, and the such and the like, and, you know, referring to things as local municipalities. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. A, right. Like, local government. I like local government. It's a much nicer term. I don't like this municipality nonsense. Yeah, we don't we don't use that in the U.S. It's municipality. So, I had a. I, again, I'm I'm not speaking from a place of knowledge. I'm just speaking from a place of what Niantic has said, and their best advice is yes, use the local language where possible. But I think in Europe, it's English is a second language for the majority of people in Europe. Yep, I would agree with that. Um, it's a bit like how Spanish is a second language for large chunks of U.S. populations. Um, mm-hmm. and I think what people need to remember is like, if you go to Canada, for example, you're not expected to nominate everything in an English slash French hybrid, you know, mm-hmm. um, know your communities, know the areas. And maybe like, if it's not in English, you won't have as many opportunities to Jamal it up. So just speak. And if a single word, you know, for a title, like gazebo, and then right. park name. Try yep. and keep it basic um, so that you're not using terminology which is foreign to wayfinders. Um, obviously, if in Germany they use a different word for gazebo, you're more than welcome to. Right. I'm using gazebo mm-hmm. because I need, I like gazebos and they translate to something very different in Australia. It's like in France, it's, uh, how do I pronounce this? Belvede is gazebo. Belvede. Belvede. And this is just using Google Translate. And in German, I don't like what it translates to in German. (laughs) Pavillon. It translates to pavilion in German. Oh, no. Oh, no. Not another pavilion. Don't get me started. It says shelter. Okay. Ooh. (laughs) <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that at all. But um, that, that's clearly a joke at the fact that uh, all of our listeners seem to think that our Aussie gazebos aren't real gazebos. Right. But again, that's a cultural thing. Learn mm-hmm. what the culture is. And if you see way spots that are similar in different areas, maybe try and figure out what keywords they're using, do some translating, but definitely put them on hold and leave them in your account for when you get back home. Right. And hopefully you can download this before you jump on the boat, Liam. Um, and you can 
listen to our comments on it, but I, I really appreciate, you know, asking such an important question that we haven't covered yet because we have really 41 episodes that. and we haven't covered all the nooks and crannies of what to do right. and what not to do in a Wayfarer space. So I really wanted to make sure we covered that this week. And I know it's a Jamal show. So I sort of just jumped in and just slotted something into his notes, but uh, this I is don't time like, like I don't do sensitive. that to you. <laughs> like I haven't done that to you. Well, Lachlan. All right. Do you want to go and do a little bit of coal of the week? I've got three coals this week. I know we went from one coal to a bonus coal, but I could not. I just had to go with three coals this week. Okay. You ready well, to do some in that coal? case, let's let's get waste spot and appeals because my Niantic in voting this week, I've had four, five things clear through Niantic in voting with approvals, and one yes. marked as a duplicate. And I genuinely can't remember if I mentioned it on the show or not, or if it was on our one-hour chat we had yesterday. But I had a dog park marked as a duplicate by Niantic of the park itself. Mm. And like the dog park has its own sign. Wait, explain that to me. Explain that to me. How did did that happen? The sign says designated dog off-leash park. Yes. It's a fenced in park inside a park. And it got marked as a duplicate of the sign of the park. Now, local reviewers wouldn't do that. Right, they would not do that. But because it went through the Niantic system, it now is unappealable. So that's an interesting experience. However, I think it's worth just trying again with the local reviewers. And Mm -hmm. uh, maybe I was a little bit too Jamali with my description for it to get flagged (laughs) by the Niantic censors. Or maybe you weren't weren't Jamali enough. Have you thought about well, that? You know, I, I I didn't mention the doggy poop stations, but clearly a word in there, probably in relation to a local politician of the area who happens to be in charge of a division, which its name itself is a flag for Niantic. <laughs> but <laughs> aside Niantic's from good that, Niantic. I, I had, I, I, it was a comment on uh, your post that you put in one of the Facebook groups asking, what do you want us yes. to talk about? And someone said, any update on the speed of appeals? And I basically responded with, well, of the 30 appeals I've submitted this year, I have two left for Niantic to get to. Right. I and don't really they're such, taking that, too long. It's such a regional thing. Like I told you in my area, um, I'm at like 90 days, 100 days. And I just think that's too long, you know. Um, Is that four it, appeals that are in voting Niantic? So I have an appeal that I did. Remember when we got the original set of appeals? I have one that is still pending from then. Oh, so do I. Yeah. But considering we were only anticipated by this point to have had 10 appeals and they've gone through nearly three times that for me. True. In addition to their other obligations, I don't feel so bad. And that person was then saying, yeah, but when are are we going to get more appeals? And I'm like, well, once you submit it, you get one 30 days later. Exactly. And I, I, there might have been a language barrier there. But for me, I think they're going through appeals, considering the the saga of the first month of them, mm-hmm. I think they're getting through them at a reasonable pace. So I, I don't do. think it's yeah, yeah. like, you know, I'm always next gonna, year, you'll probably have an appeal processed within the month you submit it. I always want something faster, faster, faster. All right, Lachlan, let's go and let's do our call of the week. Let's play everybody's favorite sounder, 
call of the week. Call of the week, 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 call of the week. Definitely just a Doctor Who This first lump of coal you've selected for us, Jamal, comes from Bozo's dad, or Rob, as he's known to you. No, 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 no. We have to specifically call out that Rob sent this to us on our email. He emailed Oh, this was emailed right? to us. Yeah, well, this was you, emailed Bozo's to dad. us. Yeah, yeah. So he sent an email to wastebotters at pokemonprofessor.com, and I told him that I would get this in rotation. And he listened to episode 37, 38, and 39, and he figured out, just like there's trigger words, he figured out a way to get his Call of the Week featured. So everybody out there who's going to see this on social can guess what is in this nomination, Lachlan. Go ahead, tell us. Well, firstly, this is not one nomination. (laughs) Their, Their main photo, I think, was intended to be a supporting photo. I, I think but you're But then right. you look at their supporting photo and you think, yep, right, that shouldn't be a main photo. <laughs> so I, I'm going to, we're going to skip the main photo for now. And I'm yes. going to talk about the title and description because this is a good title and description. So I want to highlight the positives of this. Um, again, channeling DeFi back from episode four. Like, look for the good positive things. Oh, no, episode yes. six for DeFi. Adam yes. was episode, episode four was Adam. Yeah. They're all brilliant. It guests. All, so community wildlife park, this wildlife pond was built in 2005 to keep this low country community from flooding. Since it's become a place for the community to walk their dogs, fish, learn about the waterfowl and turtles. And it's also become the home of a young alligator named Bruce. So it's a little Jamali, it's a little Lachlan-y, and it's factual. And based on the August conversation, this is eligible from the words of Tintino. Assuming there's not a sign for this community wildlife area, this is eligible. So let's go down to the supporting info now. Now, we haven't been sent the location pin for this, so I don't know where they've put it. So I'm not sure if they put the marker in the middle of the swamp or not. Mm Mm-hmm. Supporting information, this is a screenshot of Apple Maps. Yes, it is. In satellite view. Which is legal for your supporting info. Supporting information. That's fine. Perfectly fine. That's fine. And it shows the name of the roads. It sees it from space. And you can see it's a reasonably sized area. Clearly, no one lives on this place. I'm like, okay, cool. Not the best thing for a supporting photo, but it's a... When we get to the main photo, we'll, we'll... Come back to that. It says, while trainers are here, they will interact with community members by playing, bike riding, walking pets, and watching the wildlife. So bang on. It's a good place to explore. It's a good place to be social. And it's a good place to exercise. Bangs on all three parts of the Niantic things, this nomination. Mm -hmm. However, sadly, the nomination's primary photo... Let's go through the potential rejection reasons here, Jamal. All right. So <clears throat> you the first thing we favorite. see. Well, well, hold on. Let me just let me just play it out. So the main photo is a collage of six different mini photos to make one big photo. 
the the first photo in the upper left hand corner is the the actual supporting photo of the pond. They've clipped it and they've done this in some type of so photo maker. Third party photo is our first rejection reason. Right, third party photo. The second photo on the top right is is a pretty what, good photo, but it's probably also yeah. a third party photo. It is. It, it does not look like the yeah, the photo. It doesn't look then like a when phone you go camera. down. No. When when you go down to row two, on the left side, there's a duck. And w- w- what's a duck, Lachlan? Remind me what a duck, duck is. Two duck. It's two ducks. Quack, so quack. there's a mallard, a very proud mallard, and then another duck that I don't know what it is. But it's a live animal. And, it's and, live and animals. again, live animals. It's it's live animals. And um, Rob knew, Bozo's dad knew, that if he sent this to me, he was going to make Coal of the Week. Now, Lachlan, you take the next picture. I don't know what we're looking at in this next picture, to be completely (laughs) honest with you. It looks like rocks or a turtle or who knows? Like, honestly, who knows? Yeah, I I, I don't know what that is either. It looks like it's underwater. I, I, I don't know what that is. Um, is that a blastoise? I have no idea what that is. Anyway, no and idea. then we've got the alligator mentioned in the, the, the main text named Bruce. Yes. And so we, we have, have a third live animal. Potentially fourth. Uh, yes, and then we have fourth. the sign of the park with a sign at the park that says danger alligators or whatever, right? Yes. But there's a path. So I'm just, I'm thinking like that would have been a prime first photo but clearly it's been rejected before. Yes. And they probably Most definitely. put in these things to support its importance right. to the community. Now, again, I've said that the title and description are perfect. 10 out of 10. The title and the description are great. Like, but that's the a photos. Yeah. The photos are bad. They're just bad. And again, it's a live animal. So, I mean, I love live animals, Lachlan, like more than I should. So, that's great. So, thank you, Rob. For sending in the coal. And to anyone else, you can always send us a coal to wastebotters at pokemonprofessor.com and be like Rob. Luckily, right. let's go I'm on to save the second one for last that you've yes. on this list. This one, this one was sent to me via Twitter, and this one was sent specifically for you to try to read it in the native language before you go to the translation. So I think yeah, we'll like right. we'll save this so we'll for now. Save but that for the end. But yes, I want to so talk we'll... about what I see, which is another live animal. So we're just going to get straight to it. And it's a cow. <laughs> There's just a cow staring at the camera like, what the hell are you doing here? Why are you pointing that at my face? <laughs> and it's titled The Omega Oaks Longhorns. The Omega, Omega Oaks is in blank Texas because they've edited out where it is. Mm-hmm. The, the supporting information is of a fence. Uh, and some trees and it says there are no other poker stops in the area the longhorns are the biggest attraction slash monument in the area people frequently stop on the side of the road to admire them now this one comes from mouse 558855 uh, he lives and submits in germany but he as he grew up in texas he gets nominations from texas because again Ingress agents love this sort of nonsense because they do. MU is the mind unit or when it's over big empty areas and there's lots of mind units, it has to be cow moo and cows go moo. So 
This, See, Lachlan, this makes the little Icarus the, agent in me smile. I, 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 I've been holding on to this one. This was sent in a couple of weeks ago, and I've been holding on to this one because I know you love M. A little, I know you love Moo and, and Cow in a Suit, and we tie it in. And I, this one was specifically for you. I knew this would make you happy. Well, you literally saved it, it for a rainy day for me. I did. And I knew it was going to make me happy because there's a live animal. And this is just a winner slash loser all the way around. But let's get to the one that we're saving for last. And, and, I'll, and I'll set this up, but I'll send it to you. This comes to friend of the show, Trip Tando from Twitter. Now, Lachlan, I don't want to mess up the setup, but we've talked a lot about nominations that are taken from vehicles. Now, when you normally think of a vehicle, what do you think of? Um, I think of a bus. I think of an airplane. Okay. I think okay. of a Segway. Yes. Two boats. Oh, and also cars, I guess. Yes. Now, have we ever had on Coal of the Week a nomination where the photo was taken from a boat? Uh, Or is this a first? I think this is a first. I think Trip Tando, you know, you, Waste Spotters out there, you guys are really getting creative, and I love the coal that you're sending in. It's not the normal average coal. This is great. This is a photo taken straight from a boat. So, Lachlan, this comes from Sovereign. Yeah, Trip Tando, but Sovereign, the Netherlands. And 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 I'm guessing this is Dutch? The language is Dutch? Uh, This, for me, this feels German. German? Okay. So, So the request from Trip Tando... As I say it. Yes. Okay, go ahead. The request from Triptando was for Lachlan to do it as it appears before he reads the translation. Schiffsmast Friesland Kanale. In Friesland, Niederlieder, gibt es wenig stops für Bootfather, da hat dieser Schwimmender Stop für alle Bootsfahrer auf den Kanalen, das Bootfahrer die Gaza Seisel. And the supporting information. Oh. Schneewemender, Pocky Stop für Bootsfahrer in dem Niederlieden. So. Pretty sure I got the title right. Uh, I Schwim- think you got the title right. Schwimmender? What the? What is a Schwimmender? I, I don't know. All right, you want to go through the uh, support? You want to go through the um, the English translation now? Schwimmender. Schwimmender. So Schwimmender is floating. So the supporting information translates to, and this is, you know, me just translating it uh, with my very loose German knowledge. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I did German at school. Uh, floating poker stop for Bootsfahrer in the Netherlands. Um, Bootsfahrer. Um, yep. Yep. I'm just going to go with floating poker stop for the Netherlands. Okay. Um, which is an interesting way of putting it. So the translation we so the photo is literally from the front of a boat and it it's just of a buoy and it's not really a permanent object it's not in a fixed location 
Yada, yada, yada. So Trip Tando's translation for this is Ship, Mast, Friesland, Canals. In the Netherlands, there are a few stops for boaters, hence the floating stop for all boaters on the canal. The boat runs all season. Floating poker stop for boaters in the Netherlands. I was pretty good at you translating were that. Close. I was pretty good. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'll take that. So Friesland is a providence in the Netherlands, and there are lots of yep. canals and rivers over here. And special shout out to Sir Amanda's Wayfarer Bingo, which made people in the GoCast community review a lot more this week. So good to see we're having some crossover after having all of their hosts on in multiple parts. But that was fun. Yeah, shout out to Sir Amanda. That was really fun. Shout out to Chris and Carl for, you know, hosting a Wayfarer challenge over in their uh, Patreon Discord. That's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. That was really cool. Lachlan, do you have anything else or is that a show? Look, our second half of the recording's gone for 50 minutes. Our first half of the recording's gone for 50 minutes. And then we sat down and did an hour and a half with Ken and Adam for Lured Up, uh, Creator we Series. We sure did. And we could probably talk more about the topics from Creator Series. But I think, you know, Jamal, you've seen my face for at least the last four hours. And we had a one-hour call yesterday. And it's it's we sure we're do. now both on the 21st of October when we're finishing recording. We are. This. Yes, we are. So I better let you get some Well, sleep. I'll go ahead... I'll, I'll go ahead and close this out. But this has I been do a wanna, great... I do want to tease. I want to do some teasing. Okay. Ooh, yes. So I have to announce it this week so we give a clear run-up. Episode 45, okay. as we have committed to doing on our Dividable by 15 episodes, any patron will be able to join. Now, that's a Jamal show, but we're not streaming this one live. So it's just going to be a closed set for patrons. We'll put an announcement out in the patron Discord about two weeks in advance. That's the mm-hmm. episode due to drop after thanksgiving after yep. the weekend after thanksgiving so we're yep. hoping to record it on the saturday night of teddy Ursa community day in the u.s and the sunday morning for me in australia so that's what we're hoping to do so if you're free after teddy Ursa community day that's when we're hoping to get this recording done all right now again things mm-hmm. could change but that's the ideal time to do it prior to thanksgiving so, because I know people like to travel at Thanksgiving, and I think it's sort of going to be our Thanksgiving special. Not that I understand Thanksgiving yes. at all as an Aussie. I've reached out to an Australian creator who has been playing NBA All World to try and line up a time with her to bring on the show. Uh, we've been talking for a few months, but once I came up with the angle of NBA All World, I think we've got something that's going to be a really fun show to talk about the game, talk about how waste spots are included in the game. And I think that's going to be a really cool thing coming up. We've booked Milo from the Incense podcast as coming on. We're recording with him in about 10 days time. So that will be for episode 43. Um, because we're recording that about five hours before a show goes live. And I'm nice to Jamal, but I don't think I'm going to give him five hours to edit a show and release a show. So... <laughs> I think that will be a good show coming up and that's all within the next four or five shows but people know this 52 weeks in the year we're closing in on our one year anniversary Jamal and I have got some special things planned around the one year anniversary and that mystery episode we've been teasing we will officially be announcing is going to be our Christmas episode so even though we recorded it in August we're going to be doing that over Christmas it's already locked and loaded but that's going to be our present to you, the Wayfarer community. And I think that's enough teasing another... for the end of the show. No, no, there's, there's one more tease because <gasps> after that special episode, after that special episode, we may have a special episode that might air right around our anniversary. 
but more to come on that. But we, we're going to be in the process of reaching out to all of our former guests with what we want to try and put together for the anniversary show. And if you have anything you'd like to see us cover in the anniversary, any episode highlights you'd like to mention, uh, Jamal has hours and hours of bloopers that he might be able to throw together, but we don't want to just be a Chris and Kyle mimic of bloopers. So we've got some fun stuff planned over the next 10 shows and some guest spots on some different podcasts. So it's really exciting. Things are coming together and it's been basically a year since we recorded episode zero so it for is. jamal and can I, you believe it's like been that long <laughs> right. well lachlan i'll go ahead and close this out and this has been a great i know this is a little bit of a longer episode so we appreciate you sticking around to the end but there's just so much going on right now that we wanted to make sure we did justice to everything but guys and gals thank you so much for listening to this episode of waste spotters if you enjoyed what you heard there's a couple different ways you can show us. First is you can follow us on Twitter. We are incredibly responsive, and one of us is usually awake to answer questions. You can also rate us on the podcast service that you're currently listening to, such as Spotify, Anchor FM, Apple, Google, iHeartMedia, and others. And if you ask Lachlan, how many stars are the best stars? 8,000 stars. Five stars are the best stars. Oh, and it so really nice. helps the show. Secondly, you can visit our website, www.waystbotters.com. From there, you can get links to everywhere you can download the show. You can also send us a message directly to our website or email us, wastebotters at pokemonprofessor.com. Third, for our American listeners, you can leave us a voicemail on our hotline, 704-426-3710. You never know, your voicemail just may, may appear on an upcoming episode of the show. Or tweet us a voice message. This is actually Lachlan's favorite. Finally, if you're not a member of the Pokemon Professor Network Patreon, you can join for as little as $1 a month. You will have access to the Discord for the entire family of shows across the Pokemon Professor Network, including Wayspotters, Special Conditions, Gotta Watch Them All, Purified Podcasts, and Lured Up. Gotta watch Jamal. Yes, got to watch Jamal. That's right. (laughs) It's a fantastic place filled with fantastic people. And with that, we look forward to you listening to the next episode of Wastebotters next week. And may all your nominations... Just remember, 42 is the meaning of life and be shiny. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it.